Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com. Slash awards. This is the drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold SNR Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson, and uh, we're talking uh, free agents here here as uh, the, the free agent period kicks off on Monday with the legal tamping, tampering period, and then uh, uh, full free agency will start on Wednesday. And uh, Matt, obviously, I think the you know a lot of the the, the talk is going to be about uh, the quarterback position, especially here in Pittsburgh. The Steelers haven't gotten one yet. Um, we spent a lot of time last week at the combine talking about, you know, this position, is it Mitch Trubisky? Is, mm-hmm. is it Teddy Bridgewater? Is it Jameis Winston? Is it, um, you know, uh, even Jacoby Brissett? Um, I, I, let's talk about Brissett for a second. Okay. I like Brissett. I mean, I do. Yeah. I, I know, you know, has your, your perception of him and the, however has changed over the last it couple has, years. It has, right. I, I mean, I think it was a year ago where I thought, Maybe this guy's a an NFL starter and a good one. I now think he's the Andy Dalton level of high quality backup. Wish he was on my team. Frankly, I think that's what Rudolph will be for his career. Is uh, Jacoby Brissett the thirtieth best quarterback in the league? Maybe the thirty fifth best quarterback in the league? Something like that. Maybe that's even a little rich, you know. But a good player, uh, high quality backup. You know, I think frankly be very happy if Rudolph or Haskins or both turns into a Brissett level player. Uh, the Marcus Mariota stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about him some last week as well. Um, he's kind of the same way for me. I used to be a much bigger Marcus Mariota fan. Yeah. There's some things that, things that things have kind of, uh, I've soured on him a little bit. Um, he just can't stay healthy. That's a big one. <laughs> It's been a while since he's has he ever put a 16-game season together, and he's been a backup for two years now. Um, he doesn't have wonderful pocket awareness and takes a little more hits than you think. Uh, I remember we had Greg Cosell on, and we brought up Mariota, and he said, he said it well. He said, it's like he never adjusted from college to the pros, thinking he has this huge wide side of the field to throw to and doesn't understand the congestion that you get in the NFL. And I've always thought people think of him as an elite athlete and he's a good athlete, but he's a more of a robotic player than a freelance guy. And that's not always bad. It's just, he likes to play things by the book and by script. I mean, I would, I I think he's better than anyone the Steelers have, but I don't know that I I think his book might be written. Yeah. Um, I don't think either one of us love Teddy Bridgewater. I really don't. But <laughs> Teddy to me, it's a, he's he's the op, he's the ultimate placeholder. Um, the ultimate placeholder. I always call him the, the bridge over troubled water, and then that's as far as it gets you. And what do you think he costs? Nine, ten? 
Eight? Some, last year, Teddy Bridgewater made four point four three seven million in Denver. Okay. Did he do anything? Did he do anything in Denver that makes you think that? Oh boy, he'd get a sign him for more than that. No, but I I just think that there's more money to throw around this year than last, so somebody will give him eight, you know, something like that. I'm looking here at the free agent contracts that guys got or what they made last year. I'm on okay. spot track. Uh, so you got, I'm not even going to include Ryan Fitzpatrick in this because that's a waste of my time. That is um, yeah. Andy Dalton got 10 million from Chicago. Mm. That's not happening. No, no. Uh, Cam Newton got 6 million. And that was all prorated from Carolina. Tyrod Taylor was 5.5. Okay. Demas Winston was 5.5. Mm-hmm. Jacoby Brissett was 5 million. Bridgewater. I think that level guy, though, is going to make more this year than last. Probably, year. yeah. More but that's the neighborhood that you're shopping in. Now, I know, like, a lot of people are thinking that that uh, Trubisky, for example, who made 2.5 last year, is now, is now going to be in the $10 million range. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. I, think I, don't, I don't see the Giants paying Mitch Trubisky $10-plus million to play for them this year. I don't know. I mean, they don't have a ton of cap space, but I they don't have any cap. They don't have any cap space, and they're on the hook for eight million dollars um, right now at the quarterback position. Okay, back to Bridgewater, though. Okay, no, no matter what his contract is, I mean, if it's four or less, which I don't think will happen, I guess I understand it. I don't think I would rather use that money on anything. And I'd rather start Rudolph, <laughs> to be honest with you. I mean, like, I don't think that's any kind of jump that's worth five or six million that I could go give an offensive lineman for Teddy. Because if he hits, he's never going to be a top 20 quarterback where Winston might be, Trubisky might be. I, I just think the book on Bridgewater's written. That's a fine book. That book has value, but it's not different enough from Rudolph for me to spend money on him. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, Garoppolo is still that that other thing that's yeah. hanging out there. Um, he just had the surgery on Tuesday, so but he is now not he, he's not expected to throw football again until training camp. Mm-hmm. I don't see anybody I don't see anybody doing anything with him until after the draft. Yeah, you keep saying that, and I you make great points with it, and I tend to agree, but. The other media folks keep saying, "Boy, a Jimmy trade's happening any minute." And, I mean, I don't know. I just, I think that's, I think that's the 49ers feeding that information. It could be, it could trying be to, trying to drum up interest on on Jimmy Garoppolo because he's untradeable right now. And a key for the Niners is they don't have cap space, but they will once he's gone. Yeah, they would like to have that off the books. They would and love to have him gone by free agent. Again, he, he, we we talked about the you know guys that sign free agent contracts have to come in and pass a physical. Mm-hmm. Are you passing a physical? Yeah. You can't pass a physical when you're, you, you, you can't throw a football, right? That's right. the name of your, your, your quarterback. Your job is to throw the football. Now, a lot of times in San Francisco, his job was to hand the football off, mm-hmm. but he can't do it right now. He can't, I don't even know that he, he can't even hand the football off with his right arm. No, he just had surgery. I mean, <laughs> so bed, you know, right? he can't trade for damaged goods. Yeah, I tend to agree. I just think that there's a push for it, and would they take less to trade him now? I'm not even talking about the Steelers. I'm just talking about him moving in general. Um, I think they want him out, and they need that money, and they're not going to cut him. 
Um, you know, would you take a third? Here's the I, thing. I if, if it comes down to a situation where they have to move him now and everybody mm-hmm. knows they have to move him now, I'll give you like a fifth next year. That's what I'm talking. Like, will they give, will they take a third, you know, and say, we just want the cap space because we need to sign a corner. You're not going to get a third for a guy because you're trading for him. He's got a $25 million salary. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think it's 27. Point, I think it's more than that. Yeah. Yeah. It's 27 and a half million dollar salary. If you want me to eat all that salary and take damaged goods, I'm sorry. You're the fifth is all you're going to get. Mm-hmm. And then I'm very interested. You know, um, the thing that you come back to with Jimmy, not necessarily is the timing of when he's going to get traded. Cause I frankly don't know. And, and your points about the shoulder are huge. I almost think that whoever trades for him, the deal has to involve conditional picks, you know, right. He's healthy. He plays this much because he is damaged goods right now. I mean, a lot, you know, like the Wentz deal. Th- so then you're talking about a, a picks next um, year, next year picks. Right. 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 And that has some interest to me from a Steeler perspective is that I, I would, that would, I would, I would be interested in, you know, in that, right. In that regard. And I don't, I, I don't love him. I got but, a lot of cap space this year. I have all my picks and you still may get a young quarterback a year or two from that. And if he plays, he was worth it. Right, right, right. He hit the threshold. I, I, I almost always would want to deal future picks for in, in, in that kind of situation and make them based on playtime, uh, mm. you know, performance. Because if the guy performs well and plays 100% of the snaps or 95%, every, yeah. Okay, he was worth the second round pick then. Yep. Or whatever, you know, whenever it turns out, whatever that condition is. Um, you know, the situation with Wentz this year. That's the only one that isn't doesn't work that way. They just kept playing. playing all, yeah. But that they just kept playing him and they, you know, then they then they lose at the end. Like Right. Because I mean, they were still the trying to win time. their way into the playoffs. Right. I mean, like you told the Colts, when you trade for Wentz, he's gonna hit the uh, incentive numbers and you're going to end up giving up a first round pick. That's a great, we were a really good team. Well, <laughs> there's a little, little problem, right? I mean, that's a rare thing though. Yeah. You know, like it's a Steelers trade for Jimmy and it's, if he hits the same thresholds, you play 70% of the snaps this year, or we go to the playoffs, we'll give you a future second. I think you say, good. We want to give up the second. That means we probably went to the playoffs. Matt, let's talk offensive line. Um, we talked about this a lot, I think, last week. And I, th- I think we're both on the same page here that you'd like to see the Steelers get older, uh, for lack yeah. of better, for lack of yeah. better term, on the offensive line. Leaders, uh, veterans, better yeah. on the block. You know, right. Does that necessarily – like, as we're sitting – if we're here, sitting here a week from now, have this uh, – who's the, who's the guy that you think that – you, know, you know, to me it's still James Daniels makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. Um, guard center ability. He, he's actually made eight starts in the NFL at center. Oh, I know. So, he came in the league pretty much as a center. As a center. So, Some you know, you, guy, yeah. you're covering your, covering your butt a little bit there. Yeah. If green doesn't work out, giving yourself some flexibility. Uh, but he's still 24 and he's got over 40 NFL starts under his belt. I just wonder, you know, the, the Khalil Mack trade this week where the bears free up a bunch of uh, cap space. Right. Do now do they now make a run at a guy who's 24 and you know still ascending as a player? Maybe. Good question. I, I mean, it's different people in charge, of course. Their O line needs it. Um, I, I don't know that answer. I, I think he's the obvious target. 
I think Dallas's Connor Williams is basically in the same boat, except he's a guard only. He's also he'll be twenty nine. He'll be twenty five here coming up. Yeah. Um, Austin Corbett's a little bit older. Uh, Norwell's older than that, you know. Um, and then a guy that's kind of down the list a little that I would have interest in late in the process is a guy like Ted Karras, who's 29 from the Patriots and he's a guard center, but ideally he's your better version of Finney that we talked about. You know? Yeah. Ethan Posick's another guy that, Not uh, bad. Yeah. Yeah. that uh, interests me as well. Again, guard center capability, um, a, a masher in the run game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those are the kind of guys I'm looking at there at, at, at that position. It's again. The other name I want to throw is Mark Lewinsky, WVU guy. Yeah, yeah, guard. yeah, Wouldn't be a bad pickup either. He's thirty-ish, but you know, I, I don't mind spending, you know, giving a three-year deal to maybe a 29, 30 year old But I prefer he was coming off his first contract. And yeah, you'd blue. like to, you'd like that guy. I mean, if you're looking, you know, strictly from an age standpoint, mm-hmm. I mean, Daniels is the youngest of the group. Connor Williams is the second youngest of that group of, right, of right. interior guys. Like they're the, they're the guys that the Steelers typically sign uh um, 100% and, and you give them decent money yeah you give those guys a, a long term you know you're then you're looking at a four-year deal that's that's going to be because you're you're expecting these guys to play out all four years if exactly. it's one of the, if it's one of these older guys then you're going for a shorter term contract like you know and I mentioned Alex Kappa before I don't think Tampa Bay lets Alex Kappa walk not with uh Marpet you know with me yeah, with Ali Marpet retiring I I just don't see that up. happening yeah. yeah, I think he'd be a tough one. He's certainly a name to think about, though. He's twenty-seven-ish, you know. Yeah, and these guys are all quality starters. They're not future Pro Bowlers, probably. I mean, I think Williams and Daniels both kind of fit the mold similarly to what we talked about, like with Winston and Trubisky, where maybe their best football's ahead of them. You yeah. Know, the, what I, I yeah, what I don't see the Steelers doing is jumping in on Brandon Scherf or anyone like that. I think he's gonna get too much money. He's also injury issues. Yeah, he's um, had all kinds of injury issues. Like, yeah, you know he's gonna be expensive. I mean, I think he's making fifteen million plus. His cap hit this. His cap hit last year was eighteen million. Okay. He's not gonna want to take markedly hey, less than that. Franchise guy. Yeah, I mean that's the, again that we talked about that uh, last. I talked about that, that last week with Max uh, Starks, or two weeks two weeks ago now. It's been two weeks we've been back from the. No, it was last week we were in the combine, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but that you know that franchise tag kind of poisons the the market. He's going to want oh, yeah. something in that range. I don't uh, know if he'll get it, but yeah. I don't want to be competing with Cincinnati for him. You know who's going to throw the the book at him? And then the other name I think is Lake and Tomlinson. I, I think, think he's, he's going to get paid. Here. He can get paid too. I you yeah. know with San Francisco's coach going to Miami and their O-line needs, and they have the most cap space in the league, basically, you know, I, I don't think you're going to win that battle for him. So I think, no, I don't think so either. I mean, he's obviously has some, you know, I, I like the player. I like the, mm-hmm. but it's just not going to happen. Um, I think Daniels and Williams are the best targets. Yeah. I, I think if you start, if you start looking at the offensive tackles, like I, ESPN had a thing today with, with, you know, the Steelers, if the Steelers sign Teron Armstead, that's not happening. He's going to make a billion dollars. Yeah. He's going to make 20. And they're not going to be in that market to, to sign somebody for $20 million. No. I think they prefer a pure right tackle, too. You know, Armstead's yeah. not going to move. 
I mean, you could move more. I get that. But I, I don't think that's the neighborhood you're shopping in. Um, there's, I mean, there are some tackle names I like, though. I mean, I, 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 you've often said when you go shopping for tackles, you're probably going to overspend. I mean, it's a bad business to be in. But you brought up Morgan Moses a couple times. I mean, that guy never misses a game. He's consistent, pure right tackle. I'd consider Trent Brown. He's riskier, but he also has more upside. Uh, Riley Reef isn't the worst idea I've ever heard. You know, th- those guys are okay, you know? Yeah. But you're you're looking essentially in that situation, it may be, a, especially for Reef, a one-year – he's 33 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's, you're not – He's you're playing not him on Yeah. Yeah. Um, if he's still out there two weeks from now and I didn't get somebody I like, I would consider him. You know, you're not going to go to, you know, again, most of these guys, a lot of these guys are, are, are left tackle only. You're not going to go sign uh, Dwayne Brown at 36 and say, Hey, Dwayne, we, we need you to move over. The Steelers, no, right. You know, the Steelers have gone that route in the past. Um, you know, you rent that guy for a year as an offensive lineman. And, and develop a third round pick or something. Yeah, and and, and you know draft somebody behind him to to kind of be that that you know developmental mm-hmm. guy. Um, I have another name for you that I'm okay. In that I it's people are saying is going to be like in that four to five million a year range. I, I think Joseph Noteboom is interesting because he hasn't really gotten a chance to play for the Rams because he was stuck behind Whitworth and others. He's played, came in the league as a tackle. I think he's best as a tackle, but he has played some guard, really athletic. I mean, he was a great tester. I liked him coming out of school. Um, I would like to have him in the equation. And probably here, he wouldn't be a sixth guy. He'd probably be a starter somewhere. But position versatility and athleticism is appealing to me. I mean, and if you can get him at five-ish, I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, one other name that uh, jumped out to me was uh, Matt Pryor from the Colts. Mm. Uh, 27, again, can play some guard or tackle for you. Uh, has never yeah. really gotten that, that you know, he's, he's, he's always been a start six or seven games kind of guy for you every year. Um, again, not going to break the bank. Um, you're looking at a 4 or $5 million deal. And mm-hmm. I'm not giving up hope on them resigning Chuch Shakur for either. Uh, I don't know I'm, what his market's going to be. Yeah, I was going to throw out David Quessenberry. He's real similar to Pryor. You know, he's probably best as a swing guy, but he's probably a starter. And if you're going to do those things, I might rather just bring Chooks back, especially if I have a, a right guard like Williams or Daniels. Yeah. And the P- thing, I mean, we, we talked about Daniels. He's 24. Akorafor is also 24. Yeah, yeah. He's right. the youngest of the guys that's available. And, and again, he's got... 40 starts under his belt. Is he, yeah. is he a world beater? No, Mm-mm. but you've shown that you can win with him. Do you think he gets eight? I don't think he gets that much money. I I think what's going to happen is those guys that we talked about, the, the big name guys are going to get the big bucks. Um, and we've already seen Cam Robinson, for example, franchised. Right. right, right. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of money. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just not a great, it's not a great market to be shopping in. It um, never is. It's a terrible yeah. market to go. I mean, it's a, not many fish in the pond, but you're floating around on your, in your boat trying. And to everybody play. needs them. Everybody so, needs, them. you know, maybe, maybe he gets eight. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's going to, it's just, it's going to be a strange market because the last couple of years have kind of changed how you look at things because I think everybody knew what was coming with the, you know, two years ago, we, 
They yeah. were, nobody in stadiums this past year. Okay, we got people back in stadiums, but it's so it's just it's just different. I don't know. Um, so we'll see. Um, Last night, I breezed over this guy. I don't think you're a huge fan, and I can understand why because he's not young and he's also injury prone. But I would have some interest in Trent Brown. Yeah, uh, he's he's 28, uh, so he's not. He's a little younger than I thought. Okay. Yeah, he's not over the hill by any stretch of the imagination. I don't know how much he's going to cost. I think Spot Track has his him coming in at like ten and a half a year. Um, yeah. Which I mean, that's an upgrade. Yeah, that's an upgrade. Um, you know, you can clear some of that space if they if they were to cut Zach Banner. Right. Um, right. You know, you clear six million dollars. I think in cap space. I think that's what it is. Um, you know, so you would you would free up some of that cash. They can't count on Zach Banner next year. No, I, the more I think about him, the more I think he's gone. Yeah, I, I think that has, that's a move that has to be made. And who's um, going to scoop him up the second you cut him? Nobody. Right. Nobody. Call him in three yeah. years. Right. How about the wide receivers? Um, there's again, some big, there's some big names out there. There are, but I don't know if you're looking for that. I don't think you want the big name guys. I mean, I think that again, I would rather fish in the draft market for the wide receivers because there's always good ones. Um, do you agree that you'd be more slot than outside? Yes, if Juju's gone, they're cheaper. They're easier they're to cheaper. find. Yeah, yeah. And even if Juju comes back, I don't know that you don't want another slot. Um, yeah, right, right, right. You know, it, but he better have some return capabilities. I want somebody better than Ray Ray McLeod. Yes. If you're really going to spend, which I don't think they will, uh, I like Christian Kirk. I think Christian Kirk's best football is ahead of him. He could be inside out. He's more explosive than Juju. He's a quality player. I, I don't know that they're spending – Kirk money though in that position. Here's one name that that kind of interests me a little bit because there's some there's some tie-ins there. How about Jakeem Grant? Great returner. Fantastic. He's he's had a t- return touchdown every year he's been in the league. I mean, at the words you just said are better version of Ray Ray McLeod. He's a much better version of Ray Ray McLeod, but he's he would be that role. Yeah. I mean, he would be. I don't think he'd be on the field in eleven personnel every time. But he would be sometimes. He would be sometimes. And I loves him. You would find some ways to get the ball in his hands. And oh, by the way, happened to play for Brian Flores in uh, in Miami mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. I think any team would love to add that guy. Um, I, some of these other names, I mean, I'm scrolling through the list here, aren't doing much for me. There's a lot of damaged goods. T.Y. Hilton, Sammy Watkins, A.J. Green, you know. Yeah, I think you're looking for more of a, like a guy who's a number three. Yeah, yeah. You know, who can serve, the, he can play that role. So, you know, I think you're looking more at the, ah, man. Russell uh, Gage, I don't hate. Yeah, I mean, he's he's got some, you know, he's got some. some he's a good player. Ability. He's a number yeah. three. He's yeah, number he's, three. A, he's a true number three. Mm-hmm. I, I think you're looking at uh, – I've been asked about Jamison Crowder. Doesn't really move the needle for me, but yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd like a little better than there than that. Yeah, because I mean, you, you know, you, you need that guy. You know, a guy that uh, that. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. 
Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Really kind of made some things happen. He kind of bounced around a little bit, but last year in in, in with the Raiders was okay. It was Zay Jones? Yeah, yeah, he can be a slot. He can do both. He's better than I thought. He was never for me before, but he's been better than I thought. I looked at him too. He's still young. Yeah. Um, you know, did he go uh, Zach Pascal? He's yeah. Okay. He's okay. You know, again, you're, you're, he's better than what you have right now on the roster. I haven't given up on Anthony Miller. I haven't either. Right. That, that's a good point. I don't know that these guys are noticeably better than him, but. I do think they're going to get six million, five million. Yeah, or a Byron, you know, a Byron Pringle, who's who's twenty. Pringle's the name I was thinking of. Yeah, I, that would interest me. I think he's a good player. Um, again, you could still draft one. You probably should draft one, but it lessens um, the need to draft one early. Right, right, right. You, I mean, can, you again, can you can line up and play with them for sure as your third receiver. Um. One name that interests me, I don't think he's for the Steelers, or nor am I implying that they should call him up, but I think there's a chance someone gets a real bargain with Will Fuller. Again, the health. Yeah, so that somebody would be somebody other than me because I, the, the injury, <laughs> right. the injury like history is just, it's just ridiculous. Um, real quick someone here. find him for one year, six or seven million dollar deal, and if he plays 12 games, you win. Yeah. Real quick, let's look look at the cornerback market. Uh, you know, if the Steelers don't sign resign Akella Witherspoon or Joe Hayden, uh, they're going to be looking in this market, and this is an expensive one. They're not signing J.C. Jackson. That's no. not happening. Uh, but that doesn't mean you can't get a guy here who could step in. Um, you know, the high ticket item to me is Carlton Davis. Yeah, and I don't see the Steelers jumping into that market either. That's you know you're talking fifteen plus million a year. And say so he's definitely fifteen ish to me. Yeah, twenty five first contract, big physical. You'd love to add him. He'd be an upgrade and a youth upgrade. Um, really good player, but you got to pay for him. I mean, again, this is a dangerous market to get into. What do you think about Levi Wallace? Interested. I would. I don't think he's a true starter, though, and I think he's a three. Like, I think Hayden's better than him right now. I would rather probably have Witherspoon. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Fine. Again, we're talking if, if neither one of those guys or one of those guys comes. If they get one of those two guys, let's say they get Hayden or Witherspoon. Witherspoon, one of those two guys back, then I'm looking for a true slot. Yes. You know, That's what I those want. names are – Chris Harris. I mean, he's had a lot of injuries too. He here's just, one to keep an eye on, and here's another one to keep an eye on: Justin Coleman. Okay, not bad. True slot. Miami. Miami deal. signed him last year. Yeah, he was. The Lions he was, signed him to huge money. And where was he at before he was with the Lions? Do you know? He was with uh, the Patriots. He was. Yeah, he, okay. he cut his teeth with with Brian Flores with the Patriots. Yeah, that's not so a bad keep, one. At all. That's a one to keep an eye on there. And he's not a bad player. No, he's not a bad player at all. Um, the two names I think will be expensive and people are probably like, why are they expensive? Cause they're not household names or early picks, but they're both young. They're both 25 is Traverius Ward from the chiefs. Yeah. And DJ Reed from Seattle. I think those guys are going to make good money. 
but their Steeler like signings coming off the first contract, getting better every year type guys. Yeah. Uh, one other slot that I wanted to throw out there just before we uh, take a break here. Uh, the Ravens cut Tavon Young earlier this week. Yeah. And they gave Tavon Young two years ago a massive contract, like $8 million a year. Mm-hmm. And he's had some injury issues. Last year, he was healthy all year. Um, some of these recycled guys like Coleman and Young are interesting. I hadn't thought of that angle that at one point in the last couple of years, somebody gave them a really – They were highly regarded slot right. cornerbacks. And they really didn't do much wrong. They probably weren't great contracts when they were given out. Yeah. But they've had injuries or they were overpriced so they got cut because it was a bad contract. But they've played good football. <laughs> you know? Right. I mean, even last year, if you look at Tavon Young, he wasn't the problem in the Ravens defense, their outside guys were the issue. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Right. No, he can still play. I mean, he had two sacks. He had an interception. Um, you know, he, he did fine for them last year, but it was just too easy to throw on the outs. That's why I'm looking here at spot track and, and spot track has Anthony of Rhett. Uh, oh. Anthony of Rhett's contract market value on spot track is unbelievable. They're saying Anthony of Red is going to get a $12.4 million contract. Holy smokes. I don't want to shop in that market. <laughs> Teams in your own division should pay you to take him. <laughs> <laughs> so you can throw at him twice a year. <laughs> I mean, he's just bad. It's, I think it's, you know, uh, an easier market, again, to find those slot guys and then work your way out. That's why you, you take your chances on some of the, the bigger corners Mm-hmm. later in the draft to hope that you can develop them because yeah. those guys are so expensive. Yes. I mean, how about Mike Hughes, former first round pick? You might that get would be a, yeah. That, I mean, that would be a very Mike Tomlin like move. Right, right, right. You know? Try to recycle his career. More of an outside guy. You know I mean, there's a couple of those type of dudes out there. I mean, um, Rezel Douglas. Rezel Douglas had a really good year. Yeah. He, he was on Oakland. He was on the Raiders practice squad. Right. He got right. signed and off their practice right. squad and Green Bay turned him, you know, he all of a sudden he goes to Green Bay and he's, he's playing his butt off. I mean, but uh, you know, uh, uh, those are the kind of guys that you can get. You're not going to break the, the bank doing so, mm-hmm. um, you know, you take a chance on it. I'd bring in maybe even a, a couple of those guys and say, okay, guys, we're going to, we're not going to guarantee you anything here. Fight it out. Fight it out. Yeah. And, and Witherspoon could be in that conversation too. You know, if you bring Hayden back, he's starting. Right. You know right. what I mean? But if you brought two or three of those guys, Douglas and Witherspoon, and figure it out, and maybe they both are starters and Sutton goes to the slot and, you know, sub. Oh, one other name I wanted to mention to you. How about Dante Jackson? I thought he was overdrafted because he's such a good speed guy, but that doesn't matter now. You know, he's coming right. off his first contract. He's 26 years old. I don't think um, it would be crazy expensive. I, I don't think so either because he's he's not super big. Right. Um, you know, he's, he's not a little physical. I mean, they prefer physical corners. He's not the he, – he doesn't chew glass and great tackler, you know. I mean, he's a little higher on himself than he probably should be. But this is a time – you know, I mean, at the right price, yeah. I mean, he's got 12 interceptions and in, in, – <laughs> Does he? Yeah. You want, you want to take the ball away. That's the kind of yeah. guy that you want. Um, you know, that's the – you know, that's my thing with Witherspoon is he's not a super physical guy. No, right, right, right. So – Right. You know, what are they looking for there? What do they want to do? Um, do they See, that's the, the whole bigger conversation is 
because you bring in the Patriot Dolphins way, which I don't know if they're going to change their defense, but those are the two teams that pay for corners and put them on islands a lot where the Steelers say we lead the league in sacks every year. Our corners just aren't going to have to cover long, you know? Right. Right. We want them to take, that's the thing, you know, in 2015, when they, when they made the change at defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. um, they moved to a defense. They wanted, the, they wanted their cornerbacks instead of being more the guys who just tackle the catch. That was right, Dick right. Bo's mantra. Ta- just tackle the catch. So you could live with Ike Taylor, mm-hmm. you know, and his, his, you know, one interception every two seasons. Right. They decided in 2015, they wanted to get more aggressive on the back end and start taking the ball away more. Mm-hmm. And you saw that with some of the players that they drafted. It didn't always work out, but they wanted right. guys who were capable cool. of taking the ball away. And they play more man coverage now than they used to. And, yeah. you know, uh, they, they vary things quite a bit. Now, I think they might spend some money at corner. Yeah. Um, Maybe I, bring I think, back your own. It might be Hayden and Witherspoon, but or one. But I think they're going to have a couple, at least one pretty substantial contract at corner. Yeah. I mean, that's just the going rate for that. So have to, right. Yeah. We'll see what happens with that, but uh, we're going to take another break. Uh, He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to the drive here on Steelers nation radio. We'll be back with more right after this. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. 